Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome back to Astromantics, the podcast slash sometimes on YouTube show where we talk about sex and intimacy and love based on a person's chart. Uh, today, I have the idea of there's a thing that I like to do, and it's help people pick out like killer first dates, right? Like, Oh, I'm going to go out with this person for the first time. What should we do, right? And uh, yeah, I have some fun ideas of how to do that using astrology. And we can do just a person's big three. And uh, unless you're a complete idiot, you'll know that a big three is the person's sun, moon, and rising sign. Some people don't know the rising sign. That's okay. Sun and moon, maybe moon, most important because the moon is our physical body as well as our inner world and emotions. So if you really want to hit home with a date, know that shit. All right. I'm going to uh, share my screen here. Um, so, yeah, this is on YouTube as well. If you want to see my beautiful face, talk about this shit, um, you can. All right. I'm going to share my screen. Bam. Boom. Oh my gosh. Who is this? Oh, this is my chart. Who you always want to start with when going on a date is a your chart because you got to have fun too. Now, if you're a Venus Pisces 12th house like me, you really care that your partner has a good time though. Uh, so that's that. Um, Let's see here. So Aries, uh, rising in moon. That's me. That's a double whammy there. That kind of means I can have fun anywhere. Like it's not complicated. My Venus and Pisces 12th house, again, not super complicated to take me out on a date. I'm going to be verbally amazing. I'm going to chat at you. I mean, I will make sure you have the best time. Honestly, that's like what I would be concerned with. Oh my God. Uh, let's see though. Aries. Okay. Aries does kind of like rooting for teams. I don't really think of, don't usually think of myself as being like an amazing sports person though. But if I went to one and the other person was into, okay. So if you want to take this person out, let's say it wasn't my chart and you were like, oh, oh my God, Lacey, there's this girl who I'm totally into. And I want to make sure that we go on a date that she will remember a forever. We'll start with one, the first house, right? The first house is the ego. This is what you know to stroke. Physical pun intended. Um, this is what you'll know to stroke on the person that you're taking out. So this person is an Aries. That means that the way to stroke this person's ego is to say, oh my God, you're my favorite date I've ever had here in this space, right? Like compliment them on shit. Like, oh, um, when they're winning, compliment them on their them winning, right? Like, oh, we're playing darts. Even if you're with the person winning, uh, compliment your Aries first house for the good job they do. Uh, so do that, right? Because uh, Aries wants to feel like it's winning. So if you just make your Aries first house ego person feel like they slaying it, damn, right? 
That's all you got to do. Stroke their ego. Tell them they are the best. Tell them they um, have a little bit of friendly competition sort of involved, right? And make sure they win. Easy as that. My dad used to joke around with me when I was a kid. He'd be all, what are we playing? Lacey wins. And I'm like, yeah. All right. So the other house we want to look at on a person when you're going to take them out is their second house. Now, the second house is their values, what they find valuable, what they find to be worthwhile, right? Mine is in Taurus. So Taurus vibes, Google Taurus vibes. <laughs> Let's Google Taurus vibes. What do you say? Let's go Taurus. Taurus. Second. Well. Yeah, I'll just put in Taurus second house. Oh my God, I might get called out or whatever, but benefiting from great ideas. Oh, you know what? You could just put in also like, okay, put in, if it were me, because I already know like what I would say, but if it were me, I'd be like, maybe put Taurus vibes. Let's try that. Let's see what happens. Taurus vibes. vibes. Let's see what happens. All about Taurus cosmopolitan. Yeah, sure. Why not? good, the bad, and the ugly, practical, luxurious, stubborn AF, shut up. Uh, they must be, okay, Taurus. So crushing on a bull with one friend, or let's talk about this fixed air, earth sign. So like basically Google Taurus stuff, and that's what you'll know that a Taurus really, really likes, right? So a Taurus really likes, and I'll just tell you this now, Taurus is into the five senses, right? Quality over quantity. Uh, we need to have nice drinks, right? Or something that tastes really good. Um, they definitely like crystals. So if you have like a little gift to give a Taurus second house, they will fucking love that. Make sure that that gift is sort of earth-based, tangible-based. So uh, something pretty, you know, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think of like crystals automatically just because like every Taurus I know seems to love those. Something that smells good, right? Um, smells can be tricky with Taurus people because they can be very specific. So don't fuck around with your smells. Like get something that is reputable, right? Um, if you know a Taurus moon and they say they like this smell, ask your Taurus moon friend to help you pick out a smell. That's the key to that one. Hands down. My mom's a Taurus moon. Great, great at making smells and fragrances and things like that. Taurus though. So this means that this person will, yeah, value nice drinks, um, one fancy cocktail rather than a kajillion beers, right? Uh, one nice meal rather than a bunch of shitty meals. <laughs> that makes any sense. You're going to want to take them someplace nice. It's not that it has to be like super expensive and you can take your time. Taurus moves slow. So take your time with this person. They're going to uh, value whatever it is that you put before them that you feel is of high quality. They will appreciate it. They will be like, oh, oh. you know, uh, they also uh, appreciate showing up on time. Do that. So is the Aries first house. All right. Uh, third house is the mindset, Gemini. This would mean that this person can flow with kind of any kind of witty banter. They're going to love it because that's where their mind's at. You know, they're going to be able to hold two different, two opposing concepts at the same time. So you could talk, well, I mean, I wouldn't talk Democrat. <laughs> I wouldn't on a first date discuss politics unless you know that that's what's up. But you know, so important houses would be look at the person's first house, their second house, because their ego, their values. 
And then you're going to look up seventh house. Seventh house is their other, their partner. So uh, if somebody has Libra, as this person does, in the seventh house, they're going to try and find equilibrium and balance like with whomever they're with, right? They enjoy a place of harmony and beauty. Oh my gosh. So uh, music, a place of music. Take their, take your person to a place of m- music. Uh, she's got a Venus in Pisces. Hell yeah. Go to a place where there's music. If there's dancing, do that too. I have yet, I have yet to meet a Venus in Pisces who can't dance. Just saying. All right. Um, so yeah, now let's look at planets, right? So moon, really important. We talked about inner world and body. Uh, each of the zodiac signs corresponds to um, a part of the body. So if you've ever taken one of my little courses or moon touch, you'll know that Aries is the head, Taurus is the neck, and the esophagus, oral anyone. Uh, third house is Gemini. Gemini rules the arms, and sort of the chest sometimes too, but the arms, right? You'll notice that men with Mars and Gemini have the propensity to get like super jacked in their like muscle area. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes to mind, famous Mars Gemini dude. Uh, so touching him, um, cancer, that's the testicles. Hello, rules the breasts. Uh, maybe don't start with that. If they have a moon in cancer, don't just be like, oh, hey, so you, I saw that you have a moon in cancer. Can I touch your breasts? <laughs> Bring your cookies first. All right. Uh, fifth, uh, so Leo, Leo likes to perform for you. Uh, so fifth house, oh, yes. Fifth house is a super important house to know for yourself and for when you're dating a person. Fifth house is sex for fun, sex for pleasure. Think of it this way. This is teenage vibes right here, right? When you're younger and you're just starting to know what you like or not like, you're kind of in an experimentation world, right? A lot of us are 16 when we hit this, right? Is that 16, right? Because that'd be, that's 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. It's 17, right? Yeah, we're getting up there to 18, right? Yeah. Yeah, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, just making sure 17. So this is when a lot of people are exploring sex, you know? Um, so we've got a Leo here. Uh, this means that this person definitely likes to perform or have a performative aspect when they're flirting. They're going to love flirting with you in public and almost as if they're on a stage. They will kind of like it. My God, I'm calling myself out. But there's a performative piece here. So somebody who's a fifth house Leo, I mean, yeah, Um, props. (laughs) All right. Uh, So fifth house, that means a lot. If there's any planets in here, those planets are going to want to shine. If the person you're taking out has planets that fall into your fifth house, that's a kind of like a double plus usually. Uh, I could get into that on like another time right there. I, I will Virgo out over this shit. But fifth house is important. This means this is the style of flirtation that your person is going to be, right? Um, We'll go over different charts here in a second. And I'll talk about how I would entertain or take a a person out on a first date based upon, uh, there's some public charts that I have that I, we can look up. All right. So again, just to recap, because I go everywhere, Gemini third house, uh, First house is ego. This is what to compliment them on, right? Stroke their ego, please. 
Uh, second house is what they value. This is where they're going to want to go and find it valuable, right? This is how they're going to want to uh, enjoy their time. And they will be so surprised. Um, and then fifth house, what they're going to flirt like. Uh, how you know they're liking you based on how they're flirting with you. Awesome, right? Seventh house, Libra, the other. This is sort of their ideal other or uh, other people that they naturally attract. I can't tell you how many Libras I got in my life. Um, least straight sign of the Zodiac. They come to me. Uh, eighth house is a little bit deeper. That's more like intense subjects. This could almost be like, hey, what to stay away from on your first date, you know? Eleventh house is friendships. So uh, another important house here. Do you want to be friends with them? Will they see you as a friend? This is a friend zone. Will you be friend zoned by this person? Will they see you in a friendly light? Right? Uh, so another thing to look out for when you are first dating a person. Okay. Let's go to, oh, let me move this down. All right. Now we're going to look at charts. So on Luna, I have a bunch of charts. Who do you want to, uh, who do you, who do you guys want to seduce here? You want to do an actor? I know Taylor Swift's in here and that's like, all right, like that, that would be like a fun one to do, but you know, I don't know. Ooh, Adam Driver. Do you guys know who Adam Driver is? So Adam Driver plays, um, Kylo Ren in the newest Star Wars series trilogy yeah uh he's also in um girls i think was the first thing that i ever saw him in he plays a lot of things that um i kind of dig um anyway so he's pretty rad let's look at adam driver i'm gonna take adam driver oh you know what i'm gonna do right here right now too i'm gonna show y'all a picture of adam driver let's do it adam driver and See, just so y'all can like see if you're like watching there he is see he's not like oh my god so hot let me just take out adam driver his name just like was first on the list so that's why i picked him okay well good sir here's an aquarius rising it's right on my south node that means there'll be something that is like super familiar about him to me which is kind of nice right all right this is an Aquarius and it's a later Aquarius. So he has an Aquarius rising. He has a Taurus moon. We will get along. Uh, and a Scorpio sun. Okay. So a Scorpio sun, this person is not going to be forthcoming exactly with all of their information, right? All of the ways in which they care to talk about their career legacy, they may not share, especially because he's got a Saturn here too. That tells me he might be more restricted, right? He's going to not want to talk about his future plans so much um, because he keeps those maybe close to his chest, right? Close to himself. So I can expect that he may not be, not that he won't be super chatty. He's got a Mercury. Okay, let's start with just the big three. I don't know any, let's pretend like I don't know anything else about Adam Driver's chart. I know he's got a Scorpio sun. I know he's got an Aquarius rising. And I know he's got a Taurus moon. Taurus moon. I'm definitely going to take him to nice drinks like we just talked about with Taurus, right? Uh, sensual parts, right? Ooh, okay. Aquarius rising likes things that are authentic, right? So there is not going to be any way for me to be inauthentic around this person. This person's going to want to see me at my most authentic. 
Scorpio says strongly wants to see the real, real, the deep, deep. Um, so I would have to take him to some place that I like a lot, right? I'd be like, oh, what's up, Adam Driver? Uh, let's go to a place that I like. So I would have to go to a place that, that where they have like good drinks. Um, <clears throat> I would have to go uh, a place that has like good food, right? A place that has like really good smells and a place that does something like unconventional weird. I would say like a show of some kind, maybe, because I know his Sag bits, because I'm looking at his chart, would like that. But um, Aquarius rising, he may show up wearing something that is uh, representative of obscure shows or movies that he likes, right? Like expect this person to show up wearing something with some kind of logo that you've never heard of or wearing something that is... Um, outside the norm, right? My husband has an Aquarius rising. That's how I know this, right? Uh, so something that looks like that. Um, something that has to do with, ooh, see, it's kind of not fair. I can kind of cheat with Adam Driver because I have his entire chart in front of me and my Virgo can't stop looking at, where's his Venus? Oh, shit, in Libra, we should definitely go uh to some sort of like event or place that has a lot of beauty in it right sometimes that has a lot of beauty he's gonna want to do a lot of things that i want to do because he's got that mars there just the big three lacy stick to just the big three okay aquarius rising he's gonna show up looking unconventional or different um something authentic so something that i know that my uh um husband likes to do is is he likes to play pool right um maybe some sort of game element some sort of puzzle element uh at the beginning of it right um lots of intellectual conversation that ooh that so nice drinks a place where that's low lighting scorpio right likes to have a little bit of low lighting uh, with definitely different things to look at, right? Um, low lighting, I think Rainforest Cafe only because that's the first thing that came to my mind. He would love it. He would totally love it. <laughs> As if that was like a, but something that has a little bit of eye candy, you know what I mean? Something that has a little bit of uh, unexpected element to it, right? But conversation will be really, really, really important here. Like how deep can you get? How vulnerable can you get, right? It's like the more truth I can talk with about this dude the better right now that taurus moon that one does care it does care about good quality stuff so yeah as long as i would take him to a you know some sort of restaurant a good quality restaurant or drinks here main event food here and then end with a pool table somewhere else where it's kind of divey maybe. And then, but it's like good divey. I don't know. And then um, having like really good, authentic intellectual conversation. Don't hold back on the intellect. That's what I would not do with this person. Um, yeah. So that's my thought, like a first date with um, Adam Driver here was my first thought. <laughs> oh God. Get me off the Adam driver bus. All right. Some of these people are like, I don't even know who they even all are. All right. Let's pick something over here. So I have like a list over here to my left um, in my Luna. And it's like, like you can choose like an academic person, an architect, an artist, 
let's go. Multi-instrumentalist. Wow. Musician. You guys want to choose like a musician? Okay. If it was me, it was up to me. I I might go musician because I have a Venus in Pisces. So high, high degree that they would like me because I have a Venus in Pisces. So it'd be like even more effortless in that way. I get a scientist. Who's a scientist? Albert Einstein. You guys want me to seduce Albert Einstein right now? A Pisces sun. All right. I didn't even know that we have this. This is awesome. So Albert Einstein. Lacey, how are you going to seduce Albert Einstein? Famous uh, scientist, right? Uh, astrophysicist, was he? He did a couple things. I know he's a patent clerk for a while. Invented some shit, right? E equals MC squared, which, you know, the classic trope everyone knows. All right. Big three of Mr. Albert Einstein here. We've got a sun in Pisces here. We've got a cancer rising. That's a lot of water, Mr. Einstein. You emotional, actually. And then we have a Sag moon. Okay. Little known fact about Sag moons. They like toys. Uh Sex toys in particular. <laughs> no, you naughty, naughty thing. All right. So the first thing that I like about Albert Einstein is this sun in Pisces here. Every time I meet a sun in Pisces person, they illuminate my 12th house. And anytime you can be with a person who has a luminary, a sun or a moon in your 12th house, it means you can see more of yourself. And so you might have like, oh, like mind blown revelations when they're talking. So first of all, I invest in me by going out with this dude. Uh, second of all, so sun in Pisces. Now, normally I'd go uh, someplace with animals, right? Oh my God, let's go to a puppy store. Oh shit. I would totally go to like a little puppy store. He has a cancer rising. That's like home and nurturing and stuff like that. Interesting. All right. So like um, a cancer rising, this person, uh, it means that they definitely like to nurture. Right. So I would definitely allow him to open car doors. Right. I would definitely allow him to um, take care of me in some way. You know what I mean? Like he would definitely want to nurture me physically in some way. So the more I can be aware of that on our date, the better, because um He's going to feel really good. The way to stroke this guy's ego, one, maybe bring him cookies, cancers and cookies. Uh, two, stroke his ego. Every time he does something caring for someone, notice it and point it out. Oh my God, I love how you pet that dog. You just seem so like tender, you know, right? Like allow yourself to be authentically blown away by them, right? Um, Cancer risings tend to be like nurses sometimes. It kind of makes me wonder if you ever wanted to be something like that. Oh, ninth house is a teacher, Pisces. Oh, shit. It's going to teach something. Okay. My mind goes other places when I look at his chart. I get a hard on for charts, you guys. All right. So I'm going to, to stroke his ego, I'm going to tell him uh, every time he's doing something caring, every time he's doing something nurturing, right? Every time he is making sort of a home-ish or making the physical area feel more homey, I'm going to be like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to notice those cancer vibes, right? Edgy. 
there's something about cancers that are like edgy. They have like this tough outer exterior and a soft inner soft interior. So it makes me want to be like, all I will notice the moments of tenderness. Right. Um, but music, music is going to make this guy's world go round. I'm going to take this guy to like a music, like a, uh, a concert or something with that Sag moon, you know, he wants to go to a concert. He wants to go to some kind of happy festival place. Leo. Okay. So his second house, what he values is uh, Leo. He's got a South node here. So that means that he's kind of letting go of having to be the center of attention. He doesn't really, really care. He's really solving issues. North node Aquarius there uh anyway those are just the things in it but um this means that some part of him values being seen right uh some part of him values being on a stage uh some part of him values children right uh some part of playfulness childlike playfulness right that's what he's got a value for so anytime i could also then bring into something being on a stage oh my god it would be really interesting <laughs> to if we were seeing a comedian, because that's a Sag. So Sag just love comedians. Like uh, if we went to a festival and they asked for like volunteers, he'd be the kind of guy that I maybe might volunteer to go up on a stage. Be all, oh my God, my date will shut the fuck up. You're totally going to go out there, Albert. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could imagine now sort of razzing or playing with him, right? Because he looks like he'd be really fun uh anyway it'd be amazing um i would love a date with albert einstein apparently um i read his biography so i know a couple things like half of his biography because that shit was huge um but yeah so i'm already kind of a fan right um yeah all right so albert einstein pisces sun this means we're going to be around animals music comedy things that buoy right yeah, maybe even something philosophical, right? Because his moon and his sun are both very philosophical. We will have philosophical discussions on this date. I love it. Um, but yeah, notice his nurturing. Let him nurture me. Let him open car doors. Let him be a gentleman as much as possible, right? Um, and then point those things out. Stroke that ego in a good way, right? You're, you want your partner to have a good time. Leo, joke with him, be childlike with him, right? Let him be on a stage. Let other people see you kind of flirting and joking. Oh, a fifth house. Fifth house is Scorpio here. So he may not uh, be super overtly flirty. I would have to bring it out of him or whoever was taking him out would kind of have to bring it out of him because um, a Scorpio fifth house, this kind of means that if he's having sex with you, that dude's in love because Scorpio fifth house, is very very um there's more of a guardedness with scorpio right because scorpio first of all uh scorpio wants to see the face of god right it wants that fucking death we just had adam driver adam driver's consciousness is there right he wants to know the deep deep what makes you bleed right kind of a thing we got a similar thing here. Okay, so flirting with a Scorpio might be more like, shut up, you dickhead, right? Like almost crass, <laughs> almost uh, like um, something like don't be afraid of using cuss words, right? You asshole. You knew that was going to happen, you know, right? Um, yeah, 
being crass, authentically crass, lewd maybe even, right? Because Scorpio is unafraid of lewd. So you could be lewd with this guy. He'd probably love it. You do have to keep it light. Sagittarius does not want to deal with anything super heavy, uh, which is why going to a festival, someplace that feels lighthearted, um, someplace where maybe even spiritual conferences are happening or whatever. I'm thinking maybe some like like a drum circle might be interesting for that guy. Just to like fuck with him. Anyway, he would like it. He would enjoy <laughs> sort of all of those things. He might really enjoy a drum circle, actually. If that's Scorpio there, what is everyone doing? And it's philosophical. I'm telling you, I think he would like it. Let's go to a drum circle, Albert Einstein. You want to go to like a you know, some sort of party at my friend's house that is a cancer son when they're throwing a party, right? That Then he would really feel comfortable there because the AC and the sun would work well. So even bringing in another person, oh God, my Virgo gets lost. All right, Albert Einstein, you're welcome. You've just had a great day with Lacey Wester. You're welcome. All right, activist, actor, who do you guys want to go on a date with next? This will be like, oh, a minister. A minister. Al Sharpton. <laughs> Chris Hedges, Fred Rogers, Jesse Jackson, Kenneth Copeland. Oh, that feels problematic. I'm going Malcolm X. He's a Taurus here. Taurus is already a part of my values. This means that... Um, what I find valuable in some way will carry over into good old Malcolm X here. Malcolm X. Okay. All right. Big three for Mr. X. Uh, we have a 21 degree Sag rising. We just got off a date with Albertson there. Albert Einstein. That's how quickly I'm going to forget. Uh, yeah, and he had a moon there. So we just had an experience with him. The toys part of Albert Einstein, he loved toys. Um, this guy has it his first house. So again, we have philosophy here. We've got we've got a philosopher. We've got a person who's gonna philosophize and uncork people. Like that's a part of his jam here. And then have a devoted calling. Anyway. All right, so AC and Sagittarius, we've got a sun in Taurus and a late degree Taurus, 28 degree Taurus, and we've got a moon in Aries. That's not far off from my moon. That's nice. Okay. Uh, first thought is AC and Sagittarius. This would definitely be a comedian. This would definitely be Aries moon. This would be like a place that's initiating things, right? I have an Aries moon and I like to go to places that are new, fresh, things that maybe even other people haven't experienced yet. That's like a new thing that people are doing. Um, that's fire, fire. And then he's got this earth, slow moving sun. All right. So that first house, the way to stroke his Sag ego here is laugh at his jokes, all of them, 100% of them. Um, not inauthentically. I mean, you can like laugh at things anything that comes off as like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, he's going to want to teach me things, right? Sagittarius is the teacher. So he's going to want to teach me for sure about his 
uh, philosophical views and I'm probably going to eat them up and they're going to be bold. Aries moons are bold. Hello, I have one. So we will have some fucking bold ideas and it will be really interesting to listen to them and talk about them, right? We're going to definitely do some chatting. He does have that Taurus sun. Taurus sun slows the very fiery jam down. And it cares about quality over quantity. So Taurus, so I'm going to really focus on, again, five senses here, right? We're going to focus on, gosh, Taurus throws me for a loop there because you've got these two fiery things, right? Bold, right? And then we've got Taurus, which is traditional, right? Taurus is slow tradition, slow growth, want to see things move slowly. He's got a Mercury in Taurus too. I know it's not a part of the big three, but that is a mind that can get fixed on whatever it is fixed on. That Aries moon is going to help him to be innovative and initiative, but he wants to build something. This guy is looking to build some kind of structure every day, healthy structure every day. He's got to focus on health. In a Taurian way, though, for families. Anyway, sorry, it's just really interesting to see his chart. I've never looked at it. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So we're going to go someplace philosophical, maybe someplace, um, you know, comedian like. Mostly I am going to listen to him teach me. That's totally what he's going to be doing like the whole time. Um, he's got that Aries moon in the fifth house. That means he's got. Okay, well, so this is where knowing somebody even more deeply comes in. So Aries moon, fifth house, normally this would mean that um, he likes to be uh, bold and daring and likes to be seen doing bold and daring things, right? Um, initiating ideas, right? Uh, it would mean that he would like to flirt like really quickly, right? Like on the on the fly impulsively, right? So whatever's popping up, definitely in a jokey way, that Sag gives that jokiness. But this person also has Chiron when we got some childhood wounds here and we got Nessus, some uh, abuse. We've got some childhood abuse here when it comes to sex for fun, sex for pleasure next to that moon. So I would also be possibly triggering those, right? If I'm trying to flirt with him in that way. And this is where kind of talking to an astrologer, if you're unsure about a person, let's say, hey, I went on a date on this person and I knew their big three and I tried these big three things. Knowing the whole chart is the best, honestly. And then talking to a, a romance astrologer, even better because I know this shit. But this means that um, wounds are going to be triggered in some way while I'm flirting with him. He's going to be, he's, he's going to have a hard time in some way with it. He's going to bring it down that's okay because while he's doing that we're gonna be um eating some fine food right do that taurus vibe bring it back to five senses so anytime it gets like too deep right we bring it back to oh my god taste this did you smell those candles <laughs> there's no smell to it but right oh my god did you smell this it smells so good anytime you can break a sag's uh, a distract the Sag. They're easily distracted as is that Aries there. Anytime it gets too deep, right? Or I feel like I'm triggering some kind of weird romantic thing here. Bring it back to Taurus. Bring it back to that consciousness, right? 
Uh, so, oh my gosh, did you smell this candle? Oh my gosh, did you taste this food? Maybe I give him a little bit there, serve him some, you know? Um, oh my God, did you? Oh, okay. I've never looked at this chart before. And I, when I look at the chart, I, things just scream at me and they're not necessarily all datey things. So, uh, anyway. So I can tell you honestly that I don't know that my date with this guy would be super fire. The Sag and the Aries is like pretty nice there, right? Um, but he's got a Jupiter in cap. So he's going to be less fun than I will want the date to be. Okay, so his values, he values Capricorn things, right? That's goals, that's achieving, right? So um, any place he's going to value ways in which he can, uh, achieve some kind of goal. So noticing his goals, right. Uh, listening to his goals and being like, uh, oh damn, you're making major headway. Aries likes to win is Aries moon. It's going to want to hear that he's winning somehow and the ways that he's winning at and the ways that he's winning in philosophy. Yeah, that would be really interesting to talk about him with, uh, but yeah, he's got Capricorn vibes. That means um, he might value hiking. Oh shit, I got it, I got it. So Taurus likes um, Taurus likes nature, right? Virgo, maybe even especially so, which is his 10th house. But uh, so um, maybe doing some sort of uh, a physical, a walk through a garden might be interesting with him, right? Because Taurus likes pretty things. Taurus also is great at gambling. Oh my God, am I going to take him to a casino, you guys? Am I going to take him to a casino just so we can like talk about people? Um, Taurus is notoriously good at gambling and notoriously uh, likes being in casinos. Uh, places of security, really interesting. Uh, oh my God, I think I might take him to like a casino show, a casino place. Oh, I hope he doesn't, I hope in real life he didn't have any issues with gambling like he himself. But I think he might like that because at a casino, there's food, lots of food stuff and it could be good food stuff, right? There's Sagittarius, there's gonna be lots of shows, right? Things that you can pick up, pick at. Lots of, I, the last time I was at a casino actually was on a date with a person who I knew had a Venus and Taurus. And I was on this date with her and I was like, you have a Venus and Taurus. This means that you're good at gambling, are you? As we're having this amazing meal at this restaurant. And she goes, I am. And I was like, oh, oh shit. So we went to a casino after that. And she really was good at gambling. Uh, and it was a beautiful thing to see all these people from different walks of life didn't speak English, right? They're from all over the world. Anyway, that was really uh, interesting for me to see. I can't say I'm great at gambling, I mean, it's my second house. So yeah, take me there. I will have a great experience just because I'm looking at people, you know, can't say I'm a great gambler though. Anyway, um, I'm going to take Malcolm X to a casino, you guys. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take him to a casino and I'm going to watch him uh, talk about gambling, right? Uh, I totally want to watch him do that. I think his, so Okay, now we'll talk about other things. No, let's just, should we keep to the big three, you guys? 
Like a part of me wants to talk about Venus and Mars and the other houses, right? Uh, we will be friends here. He's got an 11th house, that 11th house of friendship. He's got a Libra there. My seventh house is Libra and it's going to fall into that. So I'm going to think of him being an other as a friend. We're definitely going to argue moon on moon action there. Aries on Aries. There's going to be combat in some way, but we're going to respect each other for sure. Um, super fun. We're going to have philosophical discussions in a casino, y'all. <laughs> I love it. Let me experience this. Hey, if you are listening to this show right now and you want you you have a person who you want to date and you know their entire chart. Oh my God, that's my dream. But you, you only know their big three, right? I'll help give you ideas on how where to take them, you know, on your date. Ah, I love this. Please give me this job. An astrologer date person. Give me this job of how to help you connect or how to yeah how to help you have a great time anyway huh, i just want to connect the world all right i think that's pretty good uh i'm gonna stop here thank you so much for listening to me blabber about where to take people actually before i quit i am going to do this i'm going to go through the zodiac signs here really quick all right so if your person is a has prominent aries uh, go somewhere where there's going to be a little bit of rivalry, but where they're going to win and you're going to tell them, oh shit, you're the best. Taurus, fine dining, uh, small over a lot. Uh, a person has Gemini prominent, uh, lots of texting. If you can text them beforehand, if you can, um, puzzles, puzzles and games is a thing that, uh, and, and youthful things. So if there's like a youthful anime store, try going to that. Um, if there's a Disney store, definitely take them to that. Disney tends to be a thing sometimes. Uh, but yeah, something with gaming, some kind of gaming. Oh my God. If you, are you playing like, uh, find out what game they like to play and go to it. Magic the Gathering, right? Like do that shit. That'd be fun. But some kind of um, gaming place, some sort of um, intellectually stimulating, stimulating place. If your person's cancer prominent, first of all, notice all the ways in which they nurture you. Uh, go to a cozy place, a place that feels cozy and warm and like a nice home. Like it, when you're scrolling through Zillow and they all look super nice, that's a cancer place. If the place that you want to go to with your cancer prominent person looks like a home on Zillow or whatever that's like redid, take them there, right? Like something that gives home, safe, cookies. Go to a place with cookies if they have cancer prominent. Uh, Leo, someplace where they can perform, where they can be seen performing, in fact, right? Um, that would be really rad if you could do that, work that in there. Uh, someplace, maybe even with like children where you can play like children in some way, like a finger painting place, maybe, or like a, uh, someplace um, where they can be seen. We want that. Oh my gosh, if I was going to go with a Leo uh, lady, the first person in the, or a Leo moon, sun, moon, or rising, maybe we go get our makeup done first at a makeup counter. Oh shit. But they might be down for that. Taurus might be good for skincare, but um, I don't know, someplace where it feels like they will be the star of the show. Make them the star of the show. All right, Virgo, Virgo likes plant stores. I recently went on another date with another gal and she was a Virgo son. And we went to a plant store. In fact, I'll tell you this, 
She was a Taurus rising, a Virgo sun, and a Capricorn moon. Now, my husband has a cat moon and a Virgo sun. Yes, I said my husband, and yes, I said I went on a date with a lady. Why? Because I get to have lots of freedom and independence and have a rat fucking husband who's bisexual. So we get it. All right. So, and I got to pick the date. And so she didn't want to share with me her whole chart. I don't know why. I'm just going to look at everything, whatever. But um, Taurus Rising, I know that she's going to want to eat something fancy, right? She's going to want, so we, we went to some nice cocktails at a place she'd never been to that I thought, okay, that'll be good. Virgo, uh, Sun and her, uh, I was like, oh, let's go to a plant store. There's a plant store right at the street, walking distance from the cocktails place. And then a Cap Moon. Cap Moon is kind of more about hiking. We would have gone on a hike in like a world where I wanted to hike at that time. Um but instead, though, we were going to end, we, well, we ended up at uh, a bar, basically, still a nice bar that she knew about. So we ended up going to that one. But um, Capricorn Moon's pretty easy to please. Um, they have goals. So as long as you kind of set goals or what's the goal, you know, kind of a thing, they want to know earth sign prominent people want to know they're pleasing you. They want to know that you're having a tangibly good time. So that's like the key to that. But Virgos in general. Uh, like things that are uh, detail oriented, right? Anything or and health oriented. So if you could do like a healthy place to eat, that could be interesting. Not all Virgos are that, but I know that that's a good sort of off the cuff to go to. Uh, they tend to like plants, right? So any place that has a lot of plants around, right? If you're going to like a bar and it's got a lot of plants around, Rainforest Cafe, right? That'd be something that a Virgo would probably enjoy. Um, but tell your Virgo uh, talk. Let them talk or you talk at them. Verbalize. All right, next sign, Libra. Again, beauty. We're talking um, beauty. We're talk uh, uh, museums, harmony. Um, people who are Libra are usually in like the beauty industry, right? They're in the music industry. Um, Libras will do whatever you want to do. Just you do what you want to do. They'll be along for the ride almost, right? Because they kind of like to do whatever it is that you're doing. Um, They will give you options though. They'll say all the things that they don't want to do. And then you're like, okay, so we're going to do this. <laughs> like It can kind of be like that sometimes with a Libra, but Libra is just like harmony. They just don't want to argue, right? So don't argue with a fucking Libra, right? Um, they definitely want a fair amount of control if they have a Pluto and Libra. So, you know, let them have it. Um, but, um, music videos, like if you are at a Libra's house or they're at your house, they have heavy Libra in their chart, watch music videos, go to a place that has music videos playing in the background, right? Go to a place that has some kind of art in the background or a dance, right? Some sort of like uh, is doing something, right? A drag show. Oh my God, take your Libra to a drag show. Enough said. All right, Scorpio. Scorpio prominent person. Um, someplace low lighting I think of, right? I think of making it dark, right? The Scorpio rising, like Mary, she's a Scorpio rising. When I go to her house and no one else is there, it's dark as fuck in her house, right? She's trying to keep it cool summer right now, but um, so someplace with low intimate lighting, um, and just talking about sort of like real stuff, 
um, investigative stuff. Oh, an escape room. An escape room might be really fun with a Scorpio prominent person, right? An escape room where they're trying to figure out stuff. Investigative. Think investigative things, right? Dang it, Adam Driver, I should have taken you to an escape room. It dawns on me now. Second date, Adam, what do you say? Um, but yeah, someplace, uh, and then yeah, ended at like a dive bar, right? Or something like that. Like just some shitty, maybe even a shitty CV one, if they're open to it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it. Uh, so yeah, something investigative, something that's like, a where you've got to figure things out together or let them figure things out. Let them figure things out. All right, Sagittarius, we're going to a festival. We're going to a party. We're going to go see a comedian, right? We're going to uh, go see somebody talk about something philosophical, right? Uh, we're going to travel. Let's drive somewhere, right? Um, drive to go on the date. That'd be rad, right? Sag is pretty easy. And we talked a lot about Sag tonight. All right, Capricorn. Capricorn is very responsible and also very reserved. So don't be down if they don't like, they're not like super open first date. Same with Scorp. Um, they like to do goals though. So if there's something that you can do together, like a batting cages, um, something good, uh, that's more like sporty, but, um, they like to achieve kind of like Aries. There's an initiative. Um, they're not as concerned with winning though, as Aries is. So like something where you win a goal, oh my God, like I would say trivia, maybe trivia might be interesting to go to. Cause then like the goal would be to win the trivia. What's the goal? Oh, a uh, 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 maybe miniature golfing might be interesting to go with Capricorn, uh, on a date with, right. Um, something that, and then they also like to climb, right. So, I mean, uh, my husband's a cat moon and his, one of his best friends is a cap son and they like to ride bikes up hills. And I'm always like, all, Ugh, but okay. Right. Um, but yeah, so Capricorn likes to achieve, think climbing, ooh, rock climbing, what might be an interesting thing, especially if they're a cap rising. My son's a cap rising, loves rock climbing. Go rock climbing with the Capricorn person. You want to go rock? And then there's an easy goal there. I'm climbing and there's a goal. If, if they seem like the kind of person who'd like to do that, but, or, and if they can, because Capricorn rules the joints and I've met a lot of Capricorns who have joint and bone issues. So if they're not physical, uh bite them <laughs> teeth um if they're not physical go someplace where there is some kind of um ability to achieve something in mind something altruistic too they like to volunteer in their spare time they just want to see the world grow the community grow as an entity right oh they like old stuff antique show antique place an estate sale could be interesting for a Capricorn. My daughter's a Capricorn Venus and Mercury, and she loves to go to estate sales. Like she loves to go to like antiques places and things like that, finding old things. There's an appreciation of old here. So someplace that's oh, maybe having dinner in like an old library, right? Or something like interesting like that, right? Something that gives like goth library vibes, right? Like, you know, Capricorn. Um would be really interesting, right? But think kind of dark. Think of like autumn tones. Is the place you're going to have autumn tones? I'm going off of what I know that she likes now. They're sure to like it. We'll be attracted to it. Venus and Cap. So she would not. But yeah, Capricorn. Um, so volunteering 
might be interesting if you're going with the cap. Um, going to a golf wives place, <laughs> what you think of? Uh, yeah, something like that. Something altruistic and has an appreciation for things that are old, mature, things like that. Uh, Aquarius, Aquarius, intellectual, 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 something sciencey too. You go like the OMSI, you know, you can go to a museum. Um, like, oh, oh, you could take the Capricorn to a museum too, but um, a museum, someplace that has like old things, ancient things, like really old. That'd be rad. Um, it's Aquarius is friendship vibes. So with Aquarius, you're gonna have to date them a couple times before you feel like you can get close to them. You'll you may feel like you're close to them, they won't feel like they're close to you because it's easy for Aquarius to be there's an attached thing with Aquarius. I've heard this from like so many people. I myself don't think oh, I'm totally detached, but like other people would definitely describe me as detached. So uh friendship vibes. Think of friendship vibes, think of intellectual, think of um science, think of um the other thing like what's my mind is a revolt. Take them to a revolt, take them to a protest, take them to something um that shows off their intellect, right? They will definitely love that. Shut the fuck up. I love showing off any all of my ideas. Ask them about their ideas. For sure. What idealistic ideas do you have? Don't use the word idealistic. What ideas do you have about the world and how to make it a better place? They'll have an answer. Sun, moon, or rising, they will have an answer about that. Listen to them. Um, but yeah, intellectual discussion will have it for them. You being their friend, them feeling like you're a friend, super high, super good. Um and yeah, complimenting them, complimenting them on their uniqueness because um, we are unique. Let us compliment you on how to be authentic or, or on your authenticity. There are things that an Aquarius will see in you that you don't see in yourself. Like you'll be like, whatever, it's Tuesday. And they're like, you don't understand that you can bark, bark like a dog perfectly. <laughs> like, we will choose the smallest thing to be like, that's amazing. <laughs> because we just you know, love people and we want to see the world be a better place in this way, you know? Um, but yeah, so Aquarius kind of maybe doesn't mind where you go as long as you have good chat, you know, right? As long as you have um, good, uh, be down with their quirkiness, <laughs> whatever. Yes, right. They're going to be quirky. They're going to be interesting. Notice those things. Enjoy that while you're on your day and enjoy their weirdness. You won't shock them. They will love to shock you, though. Aquarius love to shock. They love to be shocking. Also, people with Uranus in the first house love to be shocking or shocked or they're clumsy. Maybe all of them. Pisces, the last one. If you have a Pisces prominent person, kind of like Al over there that I talked about. Um, music, right? Music's really good. Um, animals, things with animals, zoos if they're open to like a zoo, right? Uh, I wouldn't go taxidermy shop right off the bat with a um, Pisces, not unless they got major Scorpio Aquarius vibes in there too. Um, if they do take them, I'm curious, what would it tell me? What happens if you have like those three in a prominent? Um, Pisces is the hardest one for me to think, think about because it's my 12th house. Uh, like to go to church sometimes, religious places, interesting. 
Uh, yeah, take them to a like little local concert, right? Take them to a uh, an animal store. Take them to um, an art place. Ooh, a drink and draw, right? Uh, drink and draws would be good. That's where you go to a art studio. Sometimes it's an art studio. Sometimes it's just a here in Portland at. Um, Nucleus, which is a local art exhibition. They do art stuff there. Uh, they do a drink and draw and they put tables out in the middle of the area. And then they have beers and wine for sale and you can go buy those. And then they have like paper on the tables and they have crayons and stuff. So you can take the crayons and you can draw it. That'd be amazing for a Pisces, right? That'd be cool. Cause then they'd be surrounded by people doing art right that would be like super cool for them um that'd be a fun one to do um pisces also has like a thing about valor too like there's there's a warrior spirit to think gun shooting pisces has a thing with guns oddly enough a shooting range would be something interesting with the pisces i, I find this more often than not that people with pisces placements or pisces values right um will like to shoot guns it's really interesting there's a because i think it's just like it's the end of the line so it's like they've been warriors in their lifetime in some way so there's something familiar about that so warlike things uh shooting bows and arrows axe throwing axe throwing would be really interesting for a pisces right they probably think it was really fun uh but yeah, that would be really, really, really interesting to, so go to, not a gun show, but like going and to someplace where you can actually shoot a shooting range. Yeah. Axe throwing, dart throwing, um, something that shoots projectiles for some reason <laughs> comes to my mind. Um, if they are good at an instrument, right. Or you know that they play instruments, let them show off for you. Uh, go to a music store let them pick the, you know, just to peruse, not even to buy anything, just to peruse. Musicians, musicians will do this all day and let them play for you and let them impress you, right? Who on a fucking date doesn't want to impress the other person that they're with? That's why you're listening to this. I can tell you how to be impressive as fuck in an authentic way to you because it won't work if you're going on a date with someone just to seduce them. That's the shit way. Um, if I think you're going to do that and I see your chart, I'm not going to tell you. I won't work with you. I've done that before. I've said no to somebody who I was like, I think you just want to get in their pants and I'm not going to give you those keys. Anyway, so that's the Zodiac. We just went through the you know primary things. I hope you find this super compelling, super interesting. Um, call me for a, an ideal date setup. If you're going to take somebody on a date, what would you do? Um, thank you so much for listening to me. Cha a cha. I will see you later. Um, bye. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlist on our website. We have Zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com.